We're back. Because we're the prodigals. The prodigals. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Welcome to the prodigals podcast, where we talk about all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. Yes, we discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies, and there are a lot of them, so that is why we are here for you. We are no, we are by no means a source of authority on any of these topics. Uh, we just want to process through them and see where we land on these topics, where we like where our heads are at um, regarding these talking points. So. That's what we aim to do each episode. Um, my name is Mark, and I'm joined by Alan and Jenna. <laughs> Jen Allen. Jen Allen. Yes. Jen Allen. Jen Allen is back. Um, Woo. Let's go. The rest of the boys are taking a break. So, in this episode, we will be discussing something that we are certainly not qualified in, <laughs> but certainly. we we just um yeah we just noticed a trend in it and um yeah it came up as a topic to talk about. So right now we will be discussing a certain technology called deep fakes. What is it and how it fits in our lives, um, especially Christians? Let's find out. Um, we'll see how the discussion goes. So nestle down and listen <laughs> around. These are our deep takes on deep fakes. Wow. <laughs> Table talks. Wow. Nice, nice. Wow. They might not be that deep, but okay. Um. Yeah. So what are deep? fakes and i guess we can talk about examples yeah uh so i mean so i i was watching this youtube video so when i when i was growing up one of the movies that i grew up with was um back to the future with michael j fox yes right and classic yeah it's classic right um and i i don't think anybody else could play you know sort of the parts that they played um, you know, Michael J. Fox and Christ- Christopher Lloyd uh, as Dr. Emmett Brown, the mad scientist. Um, <clears throat> but Christopher Lloyd isn't with us anymore, I believe. Um, and so when people were talking about, hey, you know, why don't, you know, what, what would happen if we tried to do a remake of, um, of Back to the Future? And so what someone did was they plastered uh, the faces of Robert Downey Jr. as the scientist, <laughs> and then uh, and then Spider Man. Oh, what's his name again? Tom Holland. Tom Holland's as Michael J. Fox or Tobey Maguire. I don't know. No, no. no. <laughs> or Andrew Garfield. No, no. It was, Tom, it was Tom Holland's as thing. So you know there was already that kind of relationship that they had that we saw on screen with Iron Man and Spider Man. And so they took that towards to you know uh, Doc and um, and the oh man the Mar- guy oh, I can't remember what his name is why am I having such a brain fart but yeah Marty Marty, Marty? there we go Marty McFly so yeah um, and it just blew up right because it, the 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 animation or like because it was it was the 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 original it was the original clip right in the movie but they. But they managed to put Robert Downey Jr. in front of Christopher Lloyd's instead of Christopher Lloyd's and Tom Holland's instead of Michael J. Fox. And it was really good, right? And it, and it went viral. And I just remember seeing another video of Tom Holland's reaction to it, like when somebody told him about it. And he's like, yeah, he saw it. But his first reaction was like, oh, should I, you know, what is this? Like, should I be getting my lawyer involved in this? And it was, it, it was funny, you know, that, that reaction, that first thing that he said kind of stood out because eventually, eventually he was okay with it. But it kind of stood out because that's somebody else's face without his permission 
you know, on a video that went viral. Now, uh, it's a pretty benign viral viral video, right? There wasn't any harm to it, right? There was a lot of, actually, there was a lot of goodwill to it where people like saying, yeah, we should, you know, those guys should be, you know, they should, they should do the remake. Uh, but it got me thinking like, okay, so if he reacted to it that way, like that's his initial reaction, you know, how much more with other deep fakes, right? Because that's what it is. A deep fake is when someone takes a video clip or like some kind of, some piece of video. And instead of the original person that is there, they superimpose another person's face mm, on it. Yeah. And it's not just like, you know, cut and paste where like, you, you know, those gifts where they, they kind of just, like, yeah, the yeah, video yeah. is there. And then it, and it's just like really just pictures of this person and they, they kind of move. Yeah. It's like and it's just the done. pictures. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. Like a lot of them are funny. They're, they're funny memes and stuff. But no, these take on the mat, like the the facial expressions uh, of the original actor, and they and they and they get the superimposed face to do them. So it it mm, looks yeah. fairly realistic. Now, at this point, <clears throat> at this point in time, you can pretty much tell. You know, you you have to you you might have to do a, a second take on it. But you can tell when, um, when something is deep faked. But the fact that it's gone this far that you have to sometimes take a you have to do a double take on one of them tells us how far we've gotten with this technology. And I I guess the question is like how far can it go, and does that affect us, and what do we do with it? You know, as a Christian, right, or just a person in society. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's, I think uh, an, so. Yeah, go ahead. Another example I remember is like a video going around YouTube where someone superimposed Willem Dafoe's face onto the Spice Girls. <laughs> it looks so <laughs> weird. It's so traumatizing because, <laughs> like, imagine Willem Dafoe's rugged face, <laughs> yeah. like on a female body. Yo, they did that to uh, with uh, Nicolas Cage. They put him on like every major movie. Yeah, so Nicolas Cage of, like, is a famous deep fake. Yeah, yeah he's so, one like, of the more of, prominent ones. They're the best ones, though. Yeah, the one that's on Sound of Music. So instead of Julie Andrews, it's <laughs> The Hills Are Alive, and that's Nick Cage doing it. Honestly, it doesn't matter where you superimpose Nick. Uh, Nicholas <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Cage. It's like Nicholas Cage's face. It's like super comedic as soon as you put his face anywhere. So, but my experience with it is is humorous. Like, so I never knew that it was used to um, be malicious. I yes. I was always just used to like you. I'm a big fan of The Office, and so <laughs> they often put Michael Scott's face on like everyone in The Office, and they would have like whole clips, whole video clips of like Michael's face. On, on everyone's face so i always thought it was like a funny thing the bachelor like or survivor mark and i are huge like maybe we watch lots of tv um i my experience is like you put one person's face on the whole cast kind of thing and it's just like so funny um so just recently um when you brought this up i just realized like how how far it's come um but like all things, it depends on the tech itself is not inherently evil. It's just what you do with it, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think like the nature of it, I was reading uh, defakes and um, I think like one of the process, one of the steps to doing like making one is like putting two machines. Yep. Pitting together. two machines together. together. Yeah. Like one making like the defakes and the other one or like something creating the face or like the su- super imposition and then the other one is detecting the mistakes uh, yeah, to put it in to... like a much simpler um language and then so they f- um pit those two machines together until until the machine that is trying to de- detect mistakes or inaccuracies can't anymore 
And so that's when, like, I, I guess it's created. And so if, like, a technology like that and a process like that, I think more and more there's going to be, like, there's going to be more and more accuracy towards these things where eventually we won't be able to tell. Yeah, it's going to be hard to distinguish. Yeah, it'll be really right. hard. Mm. I mean, it's still new, like in the last year or so, and it's already close to perfection. At least it's hard to tell. Well, this particular technique, yeah, this one particular, this it's called again. I can't remember what the G stands for, but they're called adversarial adversarial networks, and they and as Mark was explain explaining, they go back and forth until what it, it's it's really AI. They're two AIs against one another. Right, and so one deep learning machine is pinning itself against another deep learning machine to try to figure that out. Okay, um, and so you know you get those two <clears throat> together, and then what you come out with is something that is, in Close many cases, perfection. can yeah, it can be very believable depending on who's watching it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think it's also interesting to note that. Deep faking in its in its essence is not new. In its essence, I mean, they would make this all the way back to the the fifties, where they would shoot on film, but you would have to bring it to the dark room, and artists would scratch out whoever it is and whatever it is that they were going to scratch out, and then frame by frame, sort of draw in, right, um, mm-hmm. what they wanted or whoever's face they wanted to to put on, right, and so. Uh, you go from there to Photoshop, uh, Photoshop stuff, uh, taking out whoever it is, but those are just still pictures. And then now you're getting to deep fakes, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a, there's been a progression throughout, you know, the decades on sort of whether, you, you know, this, what we see as a fun deception, right? For many things that we see it. But as we're kind of alluding to, there's a darker side to it. It's a Black Mirror episode. Is there? I haven't seen Black Mirror. Is there a Black? No, 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 it's not. I'm just (sighs) saying it's the perfect leeway to it. Because it's basically about, the premise is how tech goes wrong. Yeah. And the worst case scenario kind of thing. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, And I know there are, I know there are people that are there that are trying to make programs that detect it, um, what deep fakes are, because they're starting to get a little bit scary, um, particularly in this day and age of fake news and, you know, what's believable and so much information flowing out from social media and the internet. Um, and I guess we'll get to that at some, at some point, but I mean, that's a, a brief look at the landscape that we're facing. Right. Um, and so it, it no longer is uh, this this notion that hey if we see something we'll believe it because now yeah. deep fake I mean, throws that into a doubt seeing is not believing right. <laughs> well if there's one thing i know it's you can believe everything you see on the internet guys <laughs> <laughs> no because okay here's garlic the thing. for covid <laughs> It's um I think maybe the younger generation uh that grew up in tech um have this kind of awareness of it. Skepticism. But, yes. I'm a huge skeptic. <laughs> um but old maybe older generations, you know, might depending on who sends them the link or, you know, uh what what where it's coming from, they automatically believe it, you know. Oh my gosh, yeah, this is can you believe that? That's that's what happened. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Uh, and and generations has different values, and particularly those that are of the, the older generation. Uh, you know, depending where it comes from, you know, they'll latch onto an idea or they'll latch onto a belief, and they won't hold off, and they won't that 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 doesn't change easily, right? Depending on where it's coming from, right? If it's coming from a trusted source. If it's coming from somebody that they trust adamantly, boom, it's not going to go away. Not not easily, right? And so, um, and so something like this can throw people off, 
Mm -hmm. right? They can start mm -hmm. to question what is real or even worse yet, be deceived altogether. Yeah, check your sources, people. <laughs> right. So, and, and what we're talking about, you know, with our examples, they're fun examples. Right? Yeah. They are, they are the, you know, the one that gets a laugh and there's, you know, little harm to it. Maybe somebody gets sued because, you know, they, they sue them for copyright or, or um, I don't know, trademark infringement because of their face and they don't give, you know, permission to do that. But by and large, these, you know, the ones that we're talking about, they're meant to entertain people, right? And it's not like it's just us. Hollywood has gotten to the act. Um, you know, I was given an example of The Irishman with Robert De Niro. And they used this type of technology to uh, de-age, right? Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and some other actors to be decades younger, right? Yeah. Uh, or um, and, Jack Sparrow yeah. on Dead Man Oh, Tell. yeah. That's right. That's right. right. And, and The Irishman won, uh, was at least nominated. They might have won you know, an Oscar for, you know, for the visual effects, right? So it has, it is going to, I mean, it is getting to, you know, um, to different places, you know, this technology. Um, and here's the thing though. Um, it has now also, I mean, as we've, as we've seen in YouTube, it's now gotten to sort of the general public. It's not, it's not any longer, you know, people that have like, you know, governmental type resources, right? Uh, mm, where they have yeah. huge sort of like resources at their at their disposal and they use this to do whatever. It is now in the hands of the public. You just have to download the you have to download the the program if you have if you have a strong and have a strong enough computer. And our computers are getting stronger by the year. Mm. You can almost get to the point where anybody can do it. Yeah. So I guess like the question would be, how does this tech fit in with the global technology landscape? Have we been talking about that? Kind of. We've been touching around it just because, just because you can't separate this from what's out there. Right. Uh, it just, I mean, the way that it fits is like you have this product of, you know, a deep fake, a video. How do you, I mean, what do you do with it? Well, if you're, if it's for entertainment or yeah, it's for people to see, then you can put it on social platforms like Facebook, like Instagram, you know, you can tweet it, you can do whatever on it. So that gets disseminated, but you have to start off with an original sort of like a, an original clip. The thing is, everybody has a camera just sitting in their pocket. Your yeah. phones are good enough to take at least now you can take, you know, movie quality video on an on the newest iPhone. It's not, you know, it's not the greatest. Like it's not, you know, it's not like a a hundred thousand dollar camera. But there's a lot of things you can get away with on an iPhone Pro, right? Mm. Uh, and so, it's almost like. Uh, this rise of what this one podcast called it, I think, um, citizen moderate monitoring, citizen citizen um, reporting, something like that, is because oftentimes the people that uh, the news that you get will be off somebody else's phone, somebody's video they've taken, right, and then your news mm -hmm. outlets will take that and disseminate that to, to, to their public. So they're not even the ones that get it first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of that in the internet now. It's yes. like, that's why you see most of these videos circulating on news sites. It's not really HD because they got it from someone's phone. Right. I mean, it used to be when, when those, like those small little flip phones, like whatever, but now you get better pictures, you get better video with, you know, with the technology that is out there, maybe it's your phone, maybe you're shooting something and you have a gimbal with you and you've got a camera on you. Right. And you upload that. Right. Uh, and the thing is, it'll go into various places at high speeds because we have high, high speed internet. 
right? So it can go, you know, as far and as fast as you want. And anybody can take that video, right? Once it's on the, once it's on the net, anyone can take that and then deep fake it if they wanted to. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the most damaging one that I, I've seen is um, of Nancy Pelosi, you know, the government official in, in the States. So uh, there was a video of her and it, it was her face and she looked, you know, drunk. And she was just like walking about. And by the time they, you know, put it down and, and said, you know, this is, we verified it's fake. It's not real. It had already been sent to so many people. The damage was done. People shared it. People believed it. And I'm pretty sure that the girl, you know, the original video, that wasn't her intention. But it was used for something that um, swayed, you know, swayed political views and stuff. It's crazy how just this one video that you put up, you know, not meaning to do any damage does, you know. Yeah, and, crazy. and that's all kind of like the dangerous aspect of it because it's so you, it wasn't even the girl that was being filmed. That wasn't her. First of all, that wasn't her video. She was being videoed. Mm-hmm. She was taking in a video. I mean, yeah, of and then whoever took it, you know, put it up somewhere and then somebody else took that and then put Nancy Pelosi's face on that. Right. Mm-hmm. So you've got what we've got at least three degrees of separation on the original content. Which wasn't even supposed to be, I mean, which wasn't even, I assume wasn't even given in consent. And that's sort of like the, you know, the dangerous, one of the sort of like, there's a danger aspect of that, is that you could be anywhere. People will just whip out their phone, take a video of you, and it may not even be of you. Like, you may not be the target of it, but they can take a video of you, put it on their socials, somebody else can take that from 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 their from their site from their from their um, their account or whatever their page, right? And doctor it up so that somebody else's face is on there, mm. right? Crazy. Whether it's for, whether it's for good or for bad, yeah, yeah. Or um, I mean, it could be you could it could be the reverse. It's like they take your face, like let's say it could be dangerous, you know if someone in the church has a grudge against a pastor, like a pastor who's just trying to do his job and then superimposes face onto a porn video. Mm -hmm. And then like with the, you know, it has to match his skin color definitely, but that's not really hard to find or they can just take a pic, you know, like um, take videos of themselves going through these said actions and then superimpose that person's face that they have a grudge on and then that can damage their reputation um and it doesn't matter after you really you you say oh this this has been um investigated and proved to be fake at that point it's like nope people will believe what they want to believe yes that's sort of the landscape also that we're living in is that yeah i mean there's that notion made famously by the you know in the states that you're that you're innocent until proven guilty i don't know if that applies that much very you know very much now not at all right with you know with the rise of cancel culture even as it is sort of i think that's sort of it's it's an offshoot of this idea that if we see it you know, before anybody can tell you what whatever uh, if it's true or not, we've already made up our minds. Yep. Right, and you are guilty regardless if you think that you're going to be innocent later on. So that axiom, proven uh, innocent until proven guilty, that doesn't exist in the public realm. Yeah. No. That's right. crazy, man. And it's just starting. I feel like it could get so. So much worse from here, you know. So yeah, where so do we ask? <laughs> Go ahead. No, I, just, I was just saying, like, can we even redeem this technology? You well, know, that, yeah, is it yeah just I wanted like to get a, to yeah, because it can't be all bad, right? It can't, it can't all be bad. Like, I, I know there's one example of, um, 
I think there's a, a charitable sort of organization um, down in South America um, that used a video of um, of uh, David Beckham, the football slash soccer star, right? Uh, that's legally involved with him, so that's that's not a thing. So he he um, so he gave his his little spiel, right, in English, obviously. But then other actors would come in and they would speak in an, in a different language, a native language. And they would just superimpose his face upon that. <laughs> and it would and he wouldn't have to talk. And, you know, David Beckham doesn't have to learn a new language <laughs> or there doesn't have to be like, you know, whatever on the bottom. There doesn't have to be captions at the bottom. It's just him talking in a different language, but it's by somebody else. Mm. So in that sense, I mean, yeah, so there are sort of redeeming qualities or redeeming uses towards that. Uh, I don't know if there's other, (laughs) there might be others. (laughs) I just can't think of one. I mean, uh, I think like the main thing would be to have consent. And I'm pretty sure David Beckham. No, yeah, yeah. He he did. No, he's part of that. Yeah, He was a part of that organization. part of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think, like the big like aspect and like the big issue with that is consent. Like once I think once you take away someone's consent and do it like go out, go on a, ahead with it, there's gonna be trouble with that. Yeah. It's kinda like it goes through um, you know, privacy and Right. But I also you can probably take somebody's photo like um you know that 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 once was alive is not no longer but yeah. maybe some of our Christian heroes back then, maybe David Livingston, right? Um, some missionary that is there, so, you know, uh, m- you know, Mother Teresa, you know, uh, or whoever else. Maybe you, you talk to somebody that's maybe not necessarily in the Christian realm, but, you know, there's an Albert Einstein type of video and he's talking to you and he's educating kids on, you know, certain physics and stuff. And, you know, it becomes a little bit more real uh, because... Uh, because the authenticity seems, you know, a little bit more. Mm. Do I? Do you get? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, there, yeah. you can use this to to bring, for lack of a better way of saying it, you can bring people back to life. <laughs> right. Um. You know, and and you know, and have them teach you. Like I, I mean, it doesn't. It's not the same thing with Jesus because people. I mean, we really don't know exactly how he looked like. I mean, he didn't. He didn't have any. I mean, we've got paintings to go off of, and they're usually, you know, biased. Jim Caviezel, man. Just use Jim Caviezel. <laughs> but how cool would it have been? Like, if we knew what Jesus really looked like, to suppose that and have him teach us, or like, you know, what Moses really looked like, and, you know, have him teach us or read, you know, portions of the scripture back to us. That'd be know, really in a video, cool. right? Uh, and with, with sort of technology going farther than just on a screen maybe you do it in vr right uh and you can mm-hmm. walk around and just i mean the technology is taking us that far where realism starts to blend in or at least that's the that's the the goal and deep fakes for some of this might be able to you know pull off the authentic aspects of you know history if it comes from like the person that should have been that that was originally there. Maybe that's something we can use it um, for, right? Yeah. And it's not just the arts. It's not just um, cool uh, movie visuals and stuff. Although, you know, that is somebody's livelihood, right? So for them, it would be definitely be a, a benefit, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, actors that aren't here anymore. And you can bring them back to life. Chad Brunswick. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so sad. Yeah, but then that would also Bozeman. be awkward, right? Oh, so Bozeman, my bad. Yeah. Um, that would be also awkward because then it would be like somebody else's, his face on someone else's body, but you know that, you know, he's passed away. I don't know. I, I'm not too sure where I stand on that. But when I think about like this kind of tech, my mind goes to what kind of society it's breeding, right? Like what kind of group of people, generation that it's forming. And it's forming this this generation that's skeptical 
and that questions everything and doesn't take you at face value and doesn't trust so easily or has trust issues, like huge trust issues. A lot of people in our generation do. And, and so for me, it's like, it's that much more important to have integrity as a Christian and to keep your word and to say, make your word whatsoever's your yes mean yes and your no means no right mm. because that is what stands out in this generation when you when you do you're you're authentic and and you're true to whatever you present out there you you know you're it's authentic so i feel like that that could speak into how how it plays with our christian life like this technology is going to make people less trust trusting and yes. you need to be more yes. authentic and full of integrity. Yeah. I mean, you can't, I think if, if anything, this, this does accentuate the fact that you can't believe everything that you see. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, even more so now, like you said, like we, we have a generation that is skeptical. This thing, this will take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, now the things that we've seen, like now the things that we've seen that we sometimes take, oh yeah, I saw this video. And then, you know, I saw, it was, it was caught on tape, right? It was caught on video. Now you can sort of like, whatever you can, yeah. you can mess that up. Uh, and so, you know, already skeptical sort of generation, you know, it'll be just that much harder to gain trust off of people. And so, you know, as Christians, you know, one of the things that we need to work on absolutely is our authenticity, right? Um, because trust is built on, you know, being able to see a consistency on how you are, right? Um, it just sucks that a lot of it can be destroyed by one video. Yeah, by one video. Mm-hmm. That's. But I feel like that would. So let's say Mark. Somebody shows me a video of Mark. And he's like acting like he doesn't normally act. I would know because I know the real Mark. So I can spot something that's not real, you know? So I feel like, you know, that's, you know, have you guys ever heard that story? Like the way you, you, you spot counterfeit money is not by knowing all the different kinds of counterfeit. It's by knowing how the real thing feels. Yeah. 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 So it's about, being true to who you are as a Christian and and Jesus character. And that's how people can know like, oh, well, that video of you is can't be real because that's not how you talk and that's not well, how you act. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of the things that some of the research that I was doing on this is that there are detectives out there that try to figure out what de- if, if a video is authentic or not. And so what they will do is try to, if there is a person that is being impersonated, right, they will look on thousands of videos to see their mannerisms, the way they act, the way they say things, their inflections in their voice when they say certain words, and they'll compare that to the video, right? The damaging, incriminating video of what it is. And then from that standpoint, then they'll decide whether it that video is is has been tampered with or not. Right. And so that goes directly to what you're saying is that you don't tell you don't tell a video by by trying to find its its flaws. Because we're getting to the point where those flaws are few and far between now against mm. these two AIs that are, are going after it's meant to to trick one another, right? Um, but you find it when you see the original, when you're mm-hmm. when you're familiar when and when you know the original to it's to a greater length that you can spot when it's when it's out of character, mm-hmm. right? Um, this <laughs> here's the thing though it takes longer to find the truth than it is, right? To believe yeah. the lie. To believe the lie. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so if we, if we could just deviate a bit to the, a little bit more to the, to the biblical aspect of it, right? The Bible tells us that Satan can change himself into an angel of light. He Yo, he's the father of, of deep fakes. <laughs> he is the father <laughs> of deep fakes. Right? And so mind blown. <laughs> the devil is the father of deep fakes. <laughs> First, it was a serpent. 
there you go. Now and it's so, the angel of light. Yeah, and so this is not new. False information is not new. Deep faking is not new. Right? Mm-hmm. Our technology is just taking it to a next level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys mentioned it before. Like, our responsibility as Christians, as people, is to make sure before we share that video or that post or that picture where the source is, you know, and to be aware that there's these things that, you know, it could be fake. It might not be. Mm. But who's even responsible to like, or who can even police these things, this type of content? Like, as you were saying, there were, there are, um, Mark Zuckerberg, um, investigators, um, doing that, but, is it even possible or, or like who who can here's do that a, who can yeah here's okay so even if you find it uh, find them guilty okay so i think we we touched on it a bit but this idea of placing somebody's face in in some kind of compromising video uh, and we touched upon like porn right and it's and uh, i i heard one sort of you know, estimation that 96% of all these kind of deep fake, you know, um, aspects of it is putting a celebrity or somebody else's face on a porn video. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Mm. And so here's the thing. Um, There aren't a lot of laws, at least in the North American continent, uh, that even if you are found, like you're the one, they find out who does it, there's not a whole lot to... Uh, or at least it's complicated in order to to um, uh, to bring them to justice. Uh, and what is normally there is called uh, revenge porn laws. And what is sticky is because the law is stating that it has to be it has to be your body that is shown. Like it can't be just your face in whatever. And so if you're suing somebody for like, you know, damages, libel damages or, or whatever, because they've, you know, they put a video off, off you, you can't sue them or you can't bring them to, to justice from a revenge porn law aspect of it, unless it's your body that is fully disseminated, like, that's fully like whatever on the video itself. What? And so because it's somebody else's body and it's only your face, Right, you run into legal complications with it. Great. I mean, I think like I I can see it eventually uh, once it gets more serious and once defakes are more of an issue, um, legal issue out there. I think I can see that law turning into like you can't, yeah, you can't use someone's face and superimpose it onto like a porn video. Yeah, yeah. I can I can fully see that happening. Yeah, it's just that but as the, of now, it's the like, law as it stands right now, and, you know, it, it, they're kind of lagging behind, you know, this whole thing, um, that even you get caught, I mean, it's going to be a hard fight to try to, you know, bring them to justice. Now, as we were kind of, as you kind of mentioned, as we speak right now, as of the recording of this video, there are uni- U.S. Senate he- hearings uh, with big tech companies like Facebook, like Instagram, like Google, uh, that are trying to understand or trying to get to the bottom of what happens when social media sites disseminate information that is damaging, particularly if it's false. Because Mm -hmm. the way that it is set up right now, uh, big tech companies are fairly like removed from any responsibility of the stuff that is posted on their sites. And I think yeah. what's trying to happen is that lawmakers are trying to make them more responsible of, of, you know, of the information that gets posted because it is their site, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets, it's just in the U S it's a little bit sticky because now you're talking about, you know, freedom of spree- speech, freedom of expression, yeah. uh, that sort of thing. And so that's why I guess it's brought towards the U S Senate. And so, you know, this is, this is something that's coming to head, but it's not going to be resolved anytime soon. And so it's complicated. 
and it's messy and it's a little a little bit scary. Yeah, because right? mm-hmm. there's nothing it's right now. Be a that while. Can, whatever. Yeah, it might be a while, right? And so, like, who is responsible for for you know policing, you know, uh, not just deepfakes, but you know, misinformation in general or hate information in general? Because yeah. if there's one thing that you you can't post on these sites is like you can't post hate, and uh, you can't post. Or I think the biggest thing is trademark and child. Child abuse or child, like whatever, exploitation. I but think they're, they, yeah, I think they're moving, veering towards that way. Um, like more and more. Like, for example, um, Facebook has the right to remove any of the things that you post due to copyright issues. Um, even YouTube, they've been doing that for a while. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like now it's moving towards misinformation. So if Facebook deems your uh, post or uh, the video that you created um, as um, dangerously misleading, um, I've seen them remove uh, the content. And then YouTube, uh, there was a big commotion of that pandemic video, right? Um, Although it's not a copyright issue or it's not, um whatever and no one you know it's people believe it's true uh but youtube and facebook deemed it to be um false and um not worthy of trust so they've been removing it um faithfully so i'm pretty sure they can arrive at that point where once they determine something is deep fake and um then like they can like they have the right because that's their private. Like it's still private, right? It's sort of private. Like and there's still terms and conditions. And once you click on the if that you agree, uh, even though you didn't read it, um, you would have agreed to sit um, the notion or like the the guideline that says Facebook has the right or YouTube has the right to remove any content that you post that we um, that go that contradict. Um, our values um, and I think it might it might lead to those videos including Spice Girls and Willem Dafoe or <laughs> even the Captain America with um, Jim from the office what's his name um, D- oh, uh, Dave Krasinski no no wait Jim's from the office yeah John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Yeah. John Krasinski as Captain America, um, or Nick Cage in every other movie that exists. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So even those funny things, I, I see as Facebook. Um, you think they're going to take it down? Include yeah. yeah, just because of the um, the danger of the more malicious things out there. I don't know. I think it's still like there's still a lot of gray area for because so let's say like where do flat earthers and anti anti vaxxers you know fit in because there's still freedom of speech like we like Alan said and so you know and then I don't know if it's gonna get to the point where it's like the the funny stuff the memes they'll they they'll take off the memes but I, for me like that end where you know there's policies in place that will relegate uh, regulate this stuff is so far ahead so all i can do at this point for me is not not to share these videos right like i don't share any like no matter (laughs) if you know me i don't even share you don't even post any stories (laughs) that's me sorry (laughs) like all like all chain mail ends with me so just don't (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh wait so you mean you didn't Reply to that Nigerian prince. Oh that, yeah, that's, that's why no. you guys don't have ten thousand dollars or whatever <laughs> it is. Promising you. Yeah, I just I think for me, I just don't want to continue. You know that, and also it's it's not. I don't know if it actually helps people when you when you forward things, but that's besides the point. You can edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's a good. Un- it's a valid point. It's a valid point. A valid point. I mean, 
it's just, you know, what do we do? You know, I mean, is it is it so far removed from us Christians that really it's just it's just a matter of okay, we're not going to post it or not? I mean, does it does it affect us in any other way? Is it does it is there an you know is there any other kind of angle that it, this is a this is getting at us that we're not mm-hmm. looking whether it's good or bad? Mm-hmm. I think the temptation. Um, to superimpose someone's face like let's say for example like a girl like a guy has a crush on some girl and then he's into porn i think and he's a christian um who struggles with porn and then he really wants this girl but then the girl doesn't like him and then um he he, fakes her yeah deep fakes her but just public privately um like even though no one knows it, like I think it affects him as a person because the temptation is there, and mm-hmm. it's so easy now. As as we said before, it's just an app, like a face app. Well, you know, in the in on Facebook or well, on that takes Android. you know that you know when you were saying that that takes the whole like when Jesus was saying like when you just look at like a woman lustfully, mm-hmm. you've committed adultery. That just takes it to another level, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're not just you're not just thinking of it. You're actually doing it, so so it becomes, you know, in in, you know, in reality, in a sense, right? It's not with her, but there's that, you know, there's a, a more realism aspect to it that's there. That's crazy, messed up. Mm. And so it's not so far removed from us because our phones we can download it, like Face App. Um, in a matter of seconds, and I mean, I, I, I feel like it's just the exact same thing that you're doing in your head, and now it's just like in, it's just more visual. Your phone. Well, yeah, no, it's yeah. exactly the same. Thing. And it can get out, and it can get out. Like especially if you post it, uh, even if you post it in private, it's still on the net, right? Mm-hmm. It's still out there forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and for- you might not even. Post it. You know that thing that happened to Chris Evans when, um, okay, so backstory. Chris Evans was, I, I don't know why he recorded himself. And then not, so he was recording a selfie of like telling people something or something. Um, he was recording himself talking about some stuff, encouraging people to do something. And at the end of it, you know, when your video ends, it goes back to your gallery. Okay. And then a part, a millisecond, like maybe five, half a second of the video was on his gallery. And there's like a very exposing picture Uh-oh. of himself in another thumbnail. <laughs> right? Mistakes were made. So, uh-huh. so if you do that, like you don't even... Yeah, so mistakes were made. You guys can search it. Like for anyone who's listening, do, do a Chris Evans exposes. Chris Evans exposes. If you wanted to take a look, but don't, don't. Um, okay, maybe not. Not search it. Uh, but be pure. Be just pure. take, just take Mark's word for it. But um, so pe- that got out to millions. Um, it worked out at the end. Like Chris Evans told people, use that opportunity to tell people to vote. Um, but <laughs> wow, that, that, yeah, he's like at the end of it, he's like, now that I have your attention, wow, what a redirection! Go out and vote wow. on November the third. Um, so, anyways, um, it can just be sitting in your phone, and you could be, you could want to release a video, and then next thing you know, like it goes like a picture of the thumbnail, a screenshot of the video that you made um, of someone else's like face on someone else's body can get, get out there. So it's that easy for it to go out there. And I guess, I mean, cause we're, I guess what we're talking about is when the technology gets to everybody's hands. Like right now there's like apps that you can play with. Yeah. And just the face, but we're talking, if, if we're talking about, movie level sort of deep fakes right that's like crazy dangerous because then 
you know, whatever. But when it does get to into our hands, you know, and it's progressed even that much more because it's I don't think I mean, I, I doubt this thing is going away. Right. No, uh, it's not going to go away. Yeah. I mean, as Christians, we have to remember, you know, because as you know, as people, we 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 have relationships. Sometimes we, we get along. Sometimes we don't. And sometimes the temptation to to take revenge on somebody that has hurt you, that has um, that has wronged you in some way. You know, it, it'll be easy to just jump on their profile, grab a grab a video, you know, um, and then grab another video and then put them on that. I mean, one thing that we have to remember if we're going to bring this back to so like some kind of biblical reference uh, is that we don't bear false witness against other people. Yeah. Right. Whether it's us that's doing the talking or a video that we posted. Right. That's not what we do. That's not what God calls us to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so if it does get into our hands, like just, you know, take that to take that into account. Yeah. You can come up with a couple of memes. Maybe it's fun. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's malicious. Maybe it's not. The one thing that we do have to recognize though is that whatever we put out there um you know as we talked about there are going to be people that will see it maybe it will be funny for them and other people will see it as not right and they will take it for what they see it as reality Uh and at that point maybe and at that point are you not are we not you know um saying something false about somebody else Mm mm-hmm because you're in this society, in this day and age, a lot of times you're guilty before proven innocent. And even if you are proven innocent, that guilt doesn't go. I mean, people don't don't necessarily change their minds once that happens. Damage is done. Damage is done. So I guess so I guess I'll I'll believe believing. Um. So yeah. So as you were talking, I was. Like wondering how many of the Ten Commandments you're, um, you're going against uh, when you're like using deepfake in a in a bad way. So, one, thou shalt not lie. You're lying about the truth when you're um, maliciously, not when you're maliciously putting false information out there. Um, Thou shalt not you know, bear false witness against your neighbor. I guess thou shalt not steal. You're steal. stealing their yeah, face. Yeah, if you steal somebody else's stuff <laughs> right, without their permission, maybe. You're stealing their face. And then, um, <laughs> like, if you're using this as, uh, I guess, let's say for porn, thou shalt not commit adultery or thou shalt not covet. Cause you're causing you other are, people to sin. Yeah. yeah. You are committing you are coveting um someone if when you are um viewing them in a like you want that person even though you can't have them um murder when you're um (laughs) angry not not in the not in the physical way but you're murdering someone else's reputation i guess you're killing them in the eyes of the public yeah. You guys are. That's oh, like. Yeah, that's like the the other part of the Ten Commandments. Like the latter, the second part, I guess. That has to deal with your neighbors. And it's not like if you put it on. Um, yes, maybe, maybe you get flagged by some algorithm on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook of your deep of a deep fake that you put on. Right. So, or somebody else has put on of you, but as we were talking about the responsibility of it, maybe they just don't. Right. Uh, because you can see, you can, we, we understand, you know, there are some things that obviously you, they'll, they will flag and they'll take it down. Right. Copyright, trademark, trademark, child abuse, whatever, all of that. But as it stands right now, that's not, anything else is not in place. It's just within the pre- purview whether Facebook wants to take it down or not. The thing is, what's the difference? Like um, social media platforms, they're made 
not only for your enjoyment, but also to make money. The way they make money is by advertisements. The way the advertisements want to give them money is if more people want to see the stuff that's on there. And so right now they're dealing with, you know, a conflict of interest and not maybe not a conflict of interest, but there's a conflict within them that says they want to try to do the right thing because, you know, it's a PR move as well. Right. Um, But the content that gets put on, right, uh, if it goes viral, it's in their best interest to keep it on there. And to push it forward so that more people see and more people will get would uh will will share it and so more people will come to it and and to their site. Having said all that, I mean by saying all that, I, I mean that you know whatever gets put out there, don't expect necessarily that it'll be taken down. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm, yeah. Which is the reality of our lives now, you know. But not to create paranoia, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is all, like, yeah. This is, aren't you glad you listened to our <laughs> uplifting <laughs> podcast today? No, because I'm that type of person that's like, worst case scenario right away, you know, like you can't control anything that you put up. But I think what my takeaway is just as a Christian, try to be as authentic as you can be online and in person. And... um and as the world gets crazy with mistrust and fear and not trusting each other and not believing, you know, people's image that they put up, like, you know, like, be authentic, be real and point them to the truth. And yeah. I think the truth is like so crazy now. Like the truth is what you make it now, right? Like you can fabricate it. Seeing is not is not necessarily believing. Like so how much more is the truth and what Jesus brings and offers more important as the world gets crazier like this? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whether you're, you're putting content out there or you're, you're watching it, I think it adds a different layer to the, to that verse that says we live by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. Right. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, we, we do things differently. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, live a life. I believe there's a, the Bible tells us to live a life that is free from reproach, above all reproach. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can be authentic. So that if 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 misinformation comes upon you, right, of you, somebody will have an authentic original to sort of compare it with. Right. And hopefully that is. Yeah. Enough. What would Jesus do? Jesus would know. That's the thing. <laughs> Jesus would. <laughs> Jesus, know. he doesn't care. He would know. Right. the The question is, what you know, for everybody else. Mm. Yeah. Right. Oh, I guess that brings us to <laughs> the end. I think that's a pretty good place to lay it down. Um, Anything else you guys want to say? Jenna? Alan? No? No, I think that's pretty much it. I got nothing. Um, Yeah, and that was a really challenging conversation, but we uh, (laughs) thank you guys for joining us in this episode. We hope that um, you learned something and that you learned deeply, um, wow. not fakely. Um, <laughs> and we hope, out, you? <laughs> we hope that you are blessed with our discussion and that we've helped uh, give you insight to this really controversial issue. Uh, we definitely want to encourage you to talk about this um, and think about how the principles of the scriptures um you know relate to this technology uh but we want to know what you guys think so please send us a shout out Uh, on facebook instagram and twitter at the handle the prodigals pod Uh, we're out here every wednesday and if you like what you've been hearing just you know click click 
it's so easy. Click subscribe and follow us uh, so that you're always up to date. And if you could do so kindly, just leave a, us a rating and a short review. Um, that way we'll, we'll be able to reach more people out there in the world. And um, yeah, uh, that's all we have for you this week. And we hope that you stay blessed and you stay faithful. And we'll see you again next week for another episode of The Prodigal.